Hello, I am Jeremy. That is SP3. This is FMC coming to you on a Tuesday afternoon. It is not morning unless you're on Los Angeles time, like everybody else seems to be this week. And then it might, it's technically nine o'clock, so we're we're starting uh, about on time for our West Coast viewers out there. Welcome everyone to another episode of FMC where we don't talk about that thing that everybody has been talking about over the past week. SP3, how you doing, buddy? I have had talked enough about that. I had a much-needed break on Friday when me and Jensen got to have laughs and joke about Degrassi Season 14. So I'm glad to be back on here to talk about NBA, uh, any trash reality I've seen. I actually watched another episode of Milk Manor last night. So. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> there we go. There we but go. Uh, I am happy because, ladies and gentlemen, my Los Angeles Lakers. I'm just going to wear this shirt every Tuesday. Every Tuesday, I'm going to wear this shirt because it's looking good, ladies and gentlemen. If we win tonight, if we win back-to-back games tonight and Wednesday night, the Los Angeles Lakers will be a five seed. It all depends on if we can have the players play games. I know they have these rules about Anthony Davis can't play back-to-back games. I know probably (laughs) LeBron James can't play back-to-back games. But this is the most crucial back-to-back games of the entire season for my Los Angeles Lakers. 40 wins, 38 losses. We are in the seventh seed. We are in the play-in firmly in the play in the top seed of the play in right now but we need to get out of the play in and we need to get to 6 maybe even 5th who is a good it's a good time to talk nba basketball right here on fmc i'm pulling for you like fans of the show long fans of the show control you about the Lakers all the time because it's hilarious to me. But also on the Lakers to make the playoffs, and I'm that to win a couple dollars, a couple dollars. So are you are you breaking are you breaking up or is it my internet? I I think oh yeah you're, oh it's you were like, you were like robot yeah, it's probably robot my, there I don't oh uh, I don't know what's going on I I even switch <laughs> internets and everything it's just yeah the the wife just messaged me that the screen is frozen and then she said we're we're breaking up what why did she message me that we're breaking up oh no I I it, it sounded it sounded like robot you, you were like a robot Jeremy <sighs> for a moment there when you I were talking know. is it okay now <laughs> you're good you're good now all right you're good now all right <laughs> well as I was saying. Uh, I'm rooting for the Lakers to make the playoffs because I want to win a couple bucks. So, look, they look good. They LeBron's back. Everything's gelling with uh, with, with D'Angelo Russell, Jared Vanderbilt, Malik Beasley, Anthony Davis, top five MVP candidate, playing well. Um, so they look good. I would not want to – I said it after the trade deadline. I would not want to play the Lakers in the playoffs, not with the new roster that they had and they they've got the right role players in the right places. Now they've still got two of the best players in the world. They're going to be a tough out. They're going to be a very tough out. They're going to get a tough matchup because they're going to get, I, I mean, if they, if they get the seventh seed, they'll get the Grizzlies, which the Grizzlies can make it very physical on them. And we'll see how they hold up with that kind of, with that kind of physicality, but they're, they're a tough, they're a tough Jeremy's internet couldn't handle the Lakers being a five seed. <laughs> 
I don't mind the Lakers being maybe my internet couldn't. No, I'm in Ohio. We still root for LeBron out here. Like he brought the go. title. He came back. We we love LeBron here in Ohio. So no, my my internet's just it's being dumb. I, I even and, switched it too. And we beat those uh, Chicago Bulls after that conversation <laughs> with Phil Lindsay. Shout out, shout out to Phil Lindsay, who I saw was in L.A. having a good old time. He didn't touch down. He didn't touch down after a win for his Chicago Bulls. Couldn't get back-to-back against my <laughs> Los Angeles Lakers. Three straight wins against the Bulls, against the Timberwolves, against the Rockets. We, get, we play the Jazz tonight. We play the Clippers tomorrow. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a good week to be in Los Angeles. It's a good week to be a Laker fan, ladies and gentlemen, right here on FMC, the home of Laker Nation, because Jeremy betted on the Lakers. We are the home of Laker Nation now. Marcus Ryan, what's going on? How are you? Hope you're doing well. Uh, yeah, usually my bets don't hit very well. So, the oh, my gosh. Oh, this man doesn't want to talk about any wrestling either. That's why he's here to join us to talk about not wrestling. Hello. Huh? Oh, he's John Rossap. Oh, my what? God. <laughs> he's here you, on you look like. How you doing, what, buddy? What happened? I was asleep and um, I joined a stream on autopilot. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. We, we talk about basketball here. You got any basketball takes? Did you watch the uh, national title game last night? That was that was about as good as that other show that was happening last night. I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna do something really controversial right now that might get us kicked off the air. Oh That's God! <laughs> no, no, you're white. You can get away with it. It's to fine. both of you. So now, which side will they pick? <laughs> yeah. You know, when I saw someone say that was so classless, I was like, "Wait, what? What?" <laughs> what? what? what I, when I played flag football. I would talk more trash than that. Are you kidding me? I would talk more trash playing dodgeball in like seventh uh, grade. <laughs> what are we doing? Unreal. Did this show just start? What happened? Now, nah, like six minutes in. We were just talking okay. about the Lakers. Do you have any Lakers takes? It is abundantly clear to me. I haven't watched the NBA like all year, but as it's getting the playoff time, I'm paying attention. It is abundantly clear to me that the play in system is. How can we make sure LeBron is in the playoffs every year? <laughs> That's what it is. And you know what? Because of where the Raptors are, I applaud that. The playing system's great. It Fantastic. is. They had great games uh, the past couple of years because of it. Can we? All right, let's have a real discussion about the, the you can't see me. It's yeah. it's weak of how it's very, it's like that. No, you got to go full bore yeah. with it. That's the real issue. Here. You gotta go full Tony Yayo. You gotta yeah, go full if you're gonna, Tony. If you're gonna do it, put some put some yeah. real motion into it. This is the conversation not enough people are having. They're trying to make this a black and white thing when it really needs to be a motion thing. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I agree. Um, you gotta really step into it. You can't bring that weak shit if you're gonna yeah. be doing that, especially if you're gonna be a figure of controversy on either side of that. You gotta do better. Everybody's got to do better. That's what I'm worried about. That's what I think is classless. You can do it. Put your back into it. That's that's those are great words that I always follow. What would have been a better taunt that she could have done? She did the ring taunt, which I don't know. You point to your ring finger. Doesn't that mean you like you want to get married? (laughs) No, like when you usually if you're gonna wear like a championship, wear it like right there or something or a middle (laughs) finger. If you're gonna point to your ring finger, like somebody proposed to me. 
Oh, that was, was that supposed to be like read, read between the lines or something like that? I don't know. Uh, they, they do. Aaron Donald did the like crown me, give me my ring. Uh, you know, pointing to the, get, the ring thing. Do, do you get rings for the national championship though? I don't know. If I I don't know if you get a ring. Sorry, Sean, to bring up that memory. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you you get uh, that on the for the national title. I assume so. I assume everybody I just wins so. any type of title gets a ring. I, I think so. I wouldn't know. The the Kentucky Wildcats haven't won one in over a decade now. How's that going with Calipari? <laughs> Not good. Not yeah. good. Lifetime contract for a ton of money. Real smart. Um, gotta say, brilliant. Not like uh, we didn't see it coming because the thing that. The thing that set John Calipari apart was he was ahead of the curve on where basketball was going when he was very successful. However, he did what I hope to God never happens to me. I hope to God I'm never yelling at clouds on Twitter about wrestling because (laughs) he became exactly like what he was against before. Like his big men's don't shoot threes. Like that's, that's the way the game is now. Like that's just, it's passed him by. And I don't know how many more years the Kentucky Wildcats can not win a, a postseason game or just win one. And people say, yeah, but that recruiting class next year, they'll all leave if he leaves. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. Don't. Go get that Go get that fellow that took his shirt off after they won. Who was that? <laughs> Musselman? M- mus- whatever. James, whatever. Uh, Arkansas? Go get him. I like him. Who cares if the recruits leave? They're going to stay in one season anyway. Oh, exactly. The, yeah. And that's crazy. Teams. that he, That's crazy that he doesn't like big men that shoot from the outside when he's had Anthony Davis and Carl Anthony Towns on, <laughs> on, on teams. Like, what are we talking about? Some when, of the most successful players of the last of the last two decades for you were big men that shot from the outside. Exactly. And when I remember I was at the Vandy game uh, when Anthony Davis played for uh, Kentucky and when he took like a shot one step inside the three we were all like wow they let him do it <laughs> and and again carl anthony towns i was like my, even demarcus cousins was able to shoot it from outside yeah. and nope wasn't allowed not not a thing uh carl anthony towns took eight three-point shots while he was at kentucky that's and he's the greatest setter like when it comes to shooting threes and he only he, eight, shot eight times he takes way more than that thursdays yeah. now. like <laughs> i remember i went to college with kenneth farid and i was working on a feature on him about pay for play and all that stuff and uh, i went with him to the gym where he just played pickup games he was pulling up like two steps inside the three or the, the half court line he was not making anything <laughs> He wasn't, but uh, he was the greatest, one of the greatest rebounders in college history, not uh, one of the greatest three-point shooters. I just thought it was funny. He's like, yeah, I'm not getting hurt. I'm just getting shots up. And I was like, okay. I respect that. Kenneth Reed never shot outside of the the three-point line in the NBA. There's no way this man took like 100 threes in the NBA. Like it had to be way less than that. See, if we we had uh, Will Washington on here, he would have said Nuggets great. Kenneth Farid. He is a Nuggets I love him. All right, all right. Over, okay, okay. How many three-point attempts do you think Kenneth Farid took his entire NBA career? He played I mean, he played 478 games. Who's to say he won't come back? I mean, sure. But he played. He hasn't played since 2019. Um, I'm going to imagine <laughs> it might be a little dumb. 
So I seem to remember him actually making a few his last, like the last year when he bounced around, but I don't feel like he took almost any before that. Cause I followed his career pretty closely, but um, you know, you have to account for end of shot clock and stuff like that. I would say yeah. maybe 35, 40 all, ever. SP three. What's your guess? I'm going to go 17, 45, three point attempts. Okay. Career total for Kenneth Reed, uh, twenty five in the last season. There we he go. Was, he was so, on the money there. How many did he make? <laughs> uh, ten for forty five in his career. Well, how many in the last year? Uh, he was eight for twenty five. That's, That's not bad. That's not bad for like relatively never shooting it from beyond three. Like, not bad. That's like it's. Roughly thirty three percent, thirty two percent, thirty two percent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's you know that's, what team, you know what team he played for in his last season, and why he probably took twenty threes in on this team. The Mike D'Antoni Houston Rockets. Oh yeah, oh, that makes oh. sense. <laughs> <laughs> kind of forced to take some threes in, in oh, that yeah. system. Yeah, Even if I remember. You're not a good uh, so, <laughs> this weird little church league that I played in in my town of nothing would have like. Like Chris Lofton came through there. Darius Miller came through there. Like NBA players were showing up and playing against people that were severely underachieving in life at that point on a scaled court. It was, it was way smaller. And just to watch Chris Lofton be like, I'm going to rebound the ball and immediately shoot the three uh, <laughs> on the other end and make it. I was like, Oh, Oh, I remember I was I was doing warm-ups before one of our church league games, and it was the first time I ever dunked in warm-ups, and I was so proud of myself. I was like, hell yeah. My friend was hyping me up, and Darius Miller, not paying any attention to what I was doing, threw it off the backboard one-handed and just tomahawked it, and I was like, eh. <laughs> eh. And I was like skimming the rim. I was like, yeah. And he just threw it down. I felt like I felt the whole church shake, and I was like, uh, thanks, thanks for that, sir. I appreciate that. Appreciate that. <laughs> it's bad. I'm trying to make you feel bad about your dunk, man. You it was bad. In, yeah, that, that's more. That's one more dunk than I ever had. <laughs> I do respect that Darius like just reinvented his career when he when he kind of fell out of the league. He's like, I'm gonna go to Europe and become a three point shooter. That's what I'm gonna do, and he got like an extra thirty million out of it. Which uh, was pretty great, or maybe it was like fifteen, twenty million. But he came back. He shot all right, but he got those injuries. So, yeah. And also, uh, Anthony Davis being on those teams probably didn't didn't hurt him getting a job. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Trey Jones for audio listeners. Trey Jones says, "Imagine having a bad day at work and Darius Miller cooks you for 40. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what, it wasn't me. I wasn't going anywhere near him. <laughs> Needless to say, oh, there was. <laughs> so I didn't play basketball. I didn't play. I could jump, but that's it. Couldn't dribble, pass, shoot, do anything. There was this ex-convict that ran the point for this other team, and he was loud. And I happened to play really great defense on him for one game, and he wanted to fight me after that. <laughs> like, he was he was very angry. He was trying to fight me and a youth pastor. And we're like, listen, man, based on your record, we know you're not in the right in this situation. But uh, then I remember uh, Chris Lofton. This is right after he, he tried to fight me. Chris Lofton got on him and hit him with this abusive spin move. 
And afterwards, he got up and he walked out of the gym. He left the gym after he fell flat on his face. It, it felt like beating Bowser. That's what it felt like. <laughs> it's like you're like vindication. I got yes. my vindication off that spin move. <laughs> it was amazing. It was amazing. And there was one game where one of those severe underachievers happened to be really good. Like he he probably could have played, probably, could have probably came off the bench division one somewhere. He was very, very good. Could shoot it from both hands, from range. It was very good. But uh, I just I just remember them going at it and playing zero defense on each other whatsoever. They were just like, let's let each other shoot it. And nobody else was doing anything. We were just like sitting there watching this, this happen. Uh, and, uh, Chris would bring his like buddies in here and there. Like, I think he only came two or three times, but you knew they could play. And I was like, well, no- nothing's happening with me today. <laughs> Not getting picked for the team. This go around. What happened with Jeremy's internet? What's up? What's Jeremy, up in Cleveland? Jeremy is, uh, go is, uh, he's televising from a potato, I think. Uh, and this, he was sounding like a robot earlier. Now he's been, fro- now you're frozen. Now he's back. He, now he's back, but he's very blurry. He's very, he now he's very blurry. Again. Look at that smile, though. He's so happy. <laughs> for, happy from right now, it looks like we have Sami Zayn on the show. <laughs> like, based on this, this blurriness. <laughs> He's he's talking about NBA basketball. Let the people know. It's been I love that. It's been a long week. It's been a long week. All right, very long. Telling me. I mean, I just popped on here because I wanted to briefly talk about anything besides wrestling. Because I'm about to put this big report. Listen, in my new report, not to to plug wrestling, someone called Vince an 80 year old Tasmanian devil. Uh, they said he's just running through here being a tornado and eating up the script. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. So uh, I'm just like, hell. Thanks for getting us to 9,000 subscribers again, Vince. We appreciate you. I'm going to oh, go watch the Mario movie tonight. Oh, that sounds fun, actually. I should take the kids yeah. to that. Midnight well, this is where This is where I can you know, bully Sean to give me a raise on air. Uh, he gave you the know. one of the biggest raises in fightful history. What are you yeah. talking about? After after Mania Week, Sean Rossap, look at those numbers that. Damn <laughs> <laughs> it! I wanted to ask him what reality shows he watches. Come on. I you had, text you, had, you, had, you had to ask him for a raise, dude. <laughs> I just texted him, coward. <laughs> Todd, you got to come back and talk reality television. When you want to break, whenever you want to break. Oh, there he is. There he is. There he is. Um, I don't watch a lot. I watched Tough Enough. I genuinely enjoyed Tough Enough. I did too. That was one of my first shows. Mole, if that counts. Oh, you watch Mole? I've been waiting for somebody to talk about I watched the OG Mole back in the day with Anderson Cooper. It was really great. The new one is like a little much for me, but it's still, still all right. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. 
Head to Hero.co to shop today. Because Dom, Dom from Perfect Match, that's the show he comes from. Is, yeah. Uh, the mall. So let's see. Um, I don't we think there's... Get... We need to get Nikita Krylov in on the show because he's always messaging me about the the trash reality. Oh, yeah. He loves it. Yeah. We watch the same shows. Oh, man. I don't think I watch that much now. Um, I mean, I still haven't checked out All Access. How was it? Was it all right? That was that was fine. Yeah, Yeah. that was good. I I, I think it was it mostly like the first half was the Britt Baker show. And then the second half was Adam Cole with Big with Break Breaker Show. So, and then you had the Young Bucks in the Young Bucks and Sammy in the middle portion there, kind of getting their spotlight. If the challenge had condensed episodes where I could just watch the actual competitions instead of all the other peripheral <laughs> bullshit, I would probably watch it. Like I would genuinely enjoy it. But back in the day, I watched first couple seasons of Survivor. I watched, you know, watched the first Big Brother season. Uh, again, loved Tough Enough. Thought that was really, really great. Um, damn, Ultimate Fighter. This? You had to watch Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I watched the first probably five, six, seven seasons of that, and then no more. It's if tough. if there's a season of Ultimate Fighter, again, I don't watch the reality portion of these shows. But if there's if it's for a title shot or a title, I'll watch the fights because I think that they're historically significant. Um, but I watched Real World and Road Rules, and then I watched Real World Road Rules Challenge back in the day, of course. I, I like that an awful lot. Favorite uh, Real World season. That's how I judge favorite people. Real World season. Hawaii was a good one. New Orleans was a good one. I like San Diego. Uh, I think by far the worst was Chicago. I don't think they left that. Oh, Tonya and Anissa. It was depressing, man. Yes, they, yes. <laughs> they didn't do anything but leave or stay in that dark, dreary building and argue about bullshit all the time. It was so bad. Almost made me never watch it again. Although, <clears throat> one of my favorite moments was San Diego when they got into a fight on Halloween and the guy put on the Mario hands to tell the guy to bring it on. <laughs> and he's like, bring it on the backpack because the guy was dressed as a backpack or something. Wasn't, wasn't that Brad? Was that Brad that I did think that? So. I think it, yeah, yeah, it was Brad. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. <laughs> I'll tell you the most recent show I watched, Surreal Life. Oh, the new with one with uh, Lana? Lana? I did watch some of it. The, the oh, I didn't. Robin stuff one. got really dark. Really? <laughs> got really oh. depressing. But I loved the old surreal life. Like I legitimately and unironically loved it. I, I thought Maven came off great there. Like he was incredible. Um, but yeah, I watched real world a lot. Like there were so many things that I didn't realize, like the old Steven slapping Irene thing. Like I didn't know. That's like my, that's what, that's the first moment that got me into real world was that yeah. moment right there. When that's- he just comes to the car, he's like, I was like, what are we watching? Yeah. And I remember that happening. And obviously I'd never advocate that, but I remember her laughing about it afterwards. And yeah. I didn't realize the scope of what she did and how dirty MTV did the other guy. Cause when she was like, Oh, because you're gay. I thought she was like making fun of him type of thing. Cause back then it wasn't as, you know, it wasn't as out there even on MTV. And yeah. then it's like, Oh no, she just outed him on global television when he was not out of the closet, I was like, I didn't realize that for like a decade. And I was like, holy shit, I can't believe not only did she do that, but MTV aired that. 
Like, and now they never, they never air stuff like that anymore. They take, they take out the drama of, of real world. When you mentioned New Orleans, I will say you need to watch the homecoming because I heard the New Orleans homecoming is even better than that New Orleans real world. Really? Because they came back, I think it was 15, 20 years afterwards. It's on Paramount now. I'll check that out. And they did their homecoming. And I heard it's because it talks about Julie, how she was a Mormon and how she was trying to get with with people and have sex for the first time. Matt. Yeah, I remember. I cared, Matt. (laughs) Uh, The only thing I remember from the New Orleans season is David. Come on, be my baby tonight. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God, man. I remember Kelly showing up at the house. Uh, I think it was her, and just getting a boyfriend and peacing out. She just wasn't there anymore. <laughs> I'm like, what? What the hell? Like, she like moved in with this guy <laughs> in the middle of filming a reality show. Did she get paid? What happened? Oh, Unreal. Man. Some of those seasons, man. I, I remember wild to look back on. Back to New York was like okay. I mean, it was all right. I, I, I only like it because of the Miz. The Miz yeah. being a wrestling fan, that was like made him instantly relatable after the first half of the season when I hated his guts after the whole conversation with Carol and mm-hmm. on the first episode when he was just very ignorant and oh, he was. close-minded on everything. He was, but it's I think that's uh I think that his story specifically from then till now is a real example of growth and yeah. how even if somebody is completely ignorant about something. There can be somebody that can educate them and make them go, oh, shit. We saw that with Randy Orton, even, where people were like, yeah, but you said. And he was like, yeah, but then I listened, and now I'm not so stupid. I thought that was really, really great. That Chicago season was so ass that I didn't even, like, I didn't watch it again till San Diego. And I was like, all right, I'll give this a shot. I'll watch it again. But then I, I don't think I ever watched it again after San Diego. Uh, but I loved Road Rules, too. I liked Road Rules even more, like. It just wasn't as popular for whatever reason. Yeah. But I love the competition aspect of it. And I was a Rachel Robinson fan back in the day. Yeah. One yeah. Of the, one of the goats. <laughs> one of the goats. It was pretty funny when I saw Theo Vaughn doing comedy a few years later. And I was like, this will never work for him. Dude, I saw him <laughs> on Netflix. I just saw he just released one on Netflix. That's He's up right now. Mega successful now. But... I was like, wow. Go ahead, Theo. I remember like the Steve and Irene thing made me give MTV real world a shot. And then I was like, I'll watch Hawaii. People are getting naked in the first episode. Ruthie and tech. Ruthie, <laughs> Ruthie and tech. tech. Then, <laughs> then my young ass watching BET uncut a few years later and tech's got a song on there about smoking weed <laughs> with, it was the firemen smoke with me. And it was a good song. It's a very good song. Oh, that's great. I was like, hell yeah. My favorite season is probably Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Oh, yes. I love Las Vegas. Yeah, that one. Okay, I did. I did watch some of that. Yeah. Yeah. Just off the first episode where they they basically made, uh, what's his name? Frank into a cuckold. Uh, yeah, when he had the big God. crush on Trishel, and then oh, Steven and... just makes out over him. Yo, yeah. I've never oh, cringed yeah. so much watching a reality television <laughs> than that. Oh, my God. I agree that was with like Trey Jones, the- free back BT uncut. I, the Mighty Casey, <laughs> the, the white girl song set to the white line. That was great. Uh, there, there were a lot of music videos, even from your favorite artists, that did not hit MTV nope. on there. That tip drill video. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Man. When I think BET um, uncut, I, tip, I think tip drill. That is, that is correct. <laughs> I was like, this is a lot different than the Kelly Rowland song. 
that he did. <laughs> oh my god, good shit on BT Uncut. What else is on there? There was so much. So I was, yeah, I, I agree with Trey. I was too young to be watching most of that. On oh, I should have been. I should have been. <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, uh, anybody that has never checked out the Mighty Casey White Girls, please check out that that VHS quality music video that they produced of this guy rapping while he's pretending that white girls are giving him head. It is hilarious! It is hilarious! It is amazing! Uh, he tweeted me once because I tweeted about it, and somebody tagged him, and I was like, "Oh shit, it's him!" And I'm like, "I wonder if I can get him to do a song for Fightful." <laughs> we need to interview him we need to have him on, on fmc That's you know what i'm i need to start parlaying my twitter followers into guests like that on, on the show. yes you yes. Got, i mean you got us, you got us uh, the biggest guest ever yeah. did i who was it Karen uh, Polly from yeah Karen Polly because Polly can't remember it <laughs> He messaged you because you know I run this on your Twitter feed, yeah. And they they were in the title, and he DM'd you, and he was like, because somebody tagged him because they saw it on your feed. Uh, yeah, Karim Pauly okay. from <clears throat> the challenge, and they DM'd you, and you were like, do you want to interview him? Or it seems like he's interested in an interview. Oh yeah, like, yes. So yes, you got us the the biggest guest. Damn, really the only guest we've interviewed on this show was uh car and Polly from the challenge because we ran this on your twitter feed i tried to do that i've messaged a few reality stars and just be like hey you want to come on the show and let's talk about your time well, on you need me to. I'll, re- I'll reach out to anybody i don't give a damn we need mark long before his matchup with we Matt do Cardone. need mark long we do need mark long okay he show. follows me i think he follows uh share sorry shoot names uh i think he follows share as well <laughs> She's going to dox your kids now. <laughs> That's what I read on the internet. <laughs> Hopefully not. Then she'll get the wife mad. So I, she can be mad at me. Don't yes. be mad at your wife. Yeah. We're settling over the worst game of mini golf I've ever seen. <laughs> the two most We're non-mini golf ass players I've ever seen in my life. Be nice. The wife got a hole in one. Okay. She got a hole in ah. one. She had the worst score. She still got a hole in one. She's going to run in here in a second and defend herself. She's oh. yelling. I can hear her yelling out there Jeez. i just before i go jeremy i know that you uh follow the reds a little bit first off three and one first place yeah. sell the team sell the team <laughs> but the highlight of the season came in the first game when hunter green threw a pitch in the dirt at 105 miles an hour that's the highlight of our season 105 in the dirt there you go anthony mccutcheon's got to be like am i gonna see this every 10 years because chapman did it too <laughs> the two fastest pitches in baseball were thrown to uh, Andrew McCutcheon by Cincinnati Reds. Then he probably took them both yard. Yeah, but he's he kills the Reds every single time. Feels like I won't I won't be able now. to say this much this season, but the Yankees have the same record as the Reds. This is you there know, you go. thumbs up. Yeah, thumbs up. I mean well, the Reds are about to to pull away very clearly. Uh, we're gonna see uh, Jake Fraley. Is that his name, Jeremy? Sure. Is that sure. his? Let me let me see. I got his name right. Hell yeah. You follow the Reds see. way closer than I do. I <laughs> especially they're doing opening week on you know the week we have, Sean. I ain't keeping up yeah. too much with the Reds. I wanted, now I, I wanted, might be able to to lock in. I a little badly bit. wanted to go to opening day for the first time, and it's you know it was mania week. But uh, we're gonna see Stuart Fairchild hit seventy four home runs this year. 
that's going to happen. I definitely know who Stuart Fairchild is. <laughs> Followed his career closely for a number of years. Number 17. Um, I, I know everything about him, including that he has hair. And um, Votto will be playing at some point. He's doing, he's like, he's, he's big on Twitter right now. Just tweeting during games. Bless him. Did you ever see his, his TikTok is great. I wish he wouldn't have got bullied out of doing them so much. Like he did the Harry Potter, like busted really? thing. <laughs> and he deleted it. It was like a Doja cat video that he duetted. It was amazing. And uh, then they just were like, no, nah, you, you ain't doing this. But uh, I'm getting the hell out of here. I got to write this story about how depressed I'm going to be for a while. <laughs> so that's how I was walking in his office after Mania Week. Just get that. Look at the numbers. All you got to do is look at the numbers. 200. 200. Mr. 200 over here. Jeremy Lambert. He worked so much. So Why are we doing? We're doing tag talk again, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, you know, you know. <laughs> Haley was back uh, yesterday. Everyone go watch. Tag oh, Talk. nice. Yeah, Haley was back. So go watch uh, the tag talk from yesterday. Don't watch this dumb show. Uh-huh. We just oh, went. We just went nearly thirty minutes talking about old reality shows. Only, only a certain a certain demographic will get anything. <laughs> any of the references we just made. But he popped me with with his real world references. See, see, I, I I like those choices. Everybody usually says the same choice I do is Las Vegas, but I like it. I actually like Las Vegas too with Nani and Leroy. I... Oh, yeah, okay, more okay. because yeah. Adam was a complete wreck show. He yeah. was oh, oh my god, that was that was some entertaining. That one in Portland just went up on uh, Netflix uh-huh. and Hurricane Naya is must see tv yeah i remember that seen it yeah see my memory is so bad when it comes to this stuff like i've seen all these i remember naya and her i remember i could not stand her like the way she was like acting and everything I was like this is she is awful and you now then she gets on the challenge and still did sometimes awful stuff now she's fine like i, I got no issue with her yeah. on the challenge but yeah she was uh the the way she was acting on her season of real world but my memory is just so bad when it comes to this i remember uh paris with ct that that was yes. a big season um him and adams and, hit him at yeah adams. yeah that that beef which I, continued over to the challenge i um, i only i associate like whenever you say the city i just associate it with just certain people who were like the right. stars of that season like you say paris i'll instantly think ct adam ace ace and mallory the yeah whole ace and mallory home. yeah the whole love romance. If you say Portland, I'll say Hurricane Naya, Jordan, uh uh who was it the other one? Uh, Riley, Riley, something Riley, uh Johnny Riley, him Johnny and, Riley. Uh, and Avery. Avery were the love, the love, the romance. Yeah, yeah. Season. Uh you when he said Hawaii, I instantly thought Ruthie and, and Tech get naked on the first day. That's a that, that's, that's like, the only thing I remember from that season. Yeah. The only thing I, I, don't, I, remember I don't remember any other cast member except for yeah. Ruthie and Deck. I agree. Uh, New Orleans with with Jimmy or yeah, Jimmy. And, Second uh, time in New Orleans, yeah, yeah. With Jimmy yeah. and um, what's his name? Uh, the, he passed away. Yeah, he passed away. Damn it, I can't think of his name either. Yeah, Somebody in the I'm chat drawing, uh, drawing a blank. It, but, yeah, yeah. Was was it? Oh man, it's gonna annoy me that I can't remember it. And somebody in the chat post it because I. Memory on this stuff again. Not not good at all. Las no. Vegas, the first one was the one I do remember the most because I watched the original airing and it was like the only, and I could be wrong on this, but 
from what I recall, like the only season of Real World that like ever came out on DVD. Like that was it because I had the DVD of it somewhere. And, Knight, because I want Knight is his name. Knight, Knight yes, yeah, yeah. Night, but um, you know, I, uh, the Las Vegas, the Las, I remember both Las Vegas seasons. Like, I that's the one of those seasons where both of them I remember multiple people from those seasons. Like, Las Vegas one, I remember Trishel, I remember Frank, I remember Steven, I remember Alton, I remember uh, Alton, Arisa. Yeah. was it Risa on that one? Uh, I or think I think Arisa was on that one as well. I see. Say, so like I know, like five of the seven that's in the house. That's the other one. I can't. I'm terrible. With it. She was the go-go dancer, though. The the um, other girl from that was that the one that was with thing. Alton, right? Yeah, yeah. I think Erline or something think... like that. Was Erline it? at the something, something like that. Yeah, and then and then Las Vegas two. I remember Nani. I remember Leroy. I remember Adam. I remember um Cook because Cook comes in late. Uh, I remember homie that that was on the porn site. Oh, I forget his name though. Remember that when they when that was revealed that he was on the gay pro site because he got in a relationship with the blind. I think Heather. Yeah, I remember Heather. I don't remember his name, but I remember that that dude because he he was on. They found out during the season that he was on this porn site that was just him and his friend and his male friends in this house, and they would get naked on camera like a webcam porn house. And that was like the whole big reveal of that second Las Vegas season. Yo, that that second Las I Vegas season. I do not recall was it. At all. Yes. Go back and watch it. Go back and look oh it up, gosh. ladies and gentlemen. This was reality TV gold mine, man. Real world used to be one of those epic shows. Like that was my first like forte into reality television. I don't recall this at all. But I mean, I believe you. I just don't recall it. There was a. It was. I don't know. If it was how you say it. Uh, but your Urulan. I R U L A N. It might have been Erline. Uh, how you say it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it was like Erline or something like. That. I was thinking of Bryn. Bryn was the go-go dancer from. Oh, okay, the first okay. Season of Las Vegas. That's because I, I, be- I believe she wanted to get with. Uh... She, was, she was trying to just. She was single, flirting. Yeah, like she yeah. Get anybody, she didn't care. <laughs> But Steven and Trishel, man, that was a that was a, that was like the predecessor to the toxic relationship that would become Ronnie and Sam. <laughs> that was the predecessor for MTV toxic relationship. There's no, there will never be a more toxic relationship than Ronnie and Sam. But no, uh, Steven not. and Trishel were like a close second. Yeah, there won't be. Good to see Sammy uh, back on Jersey Shore. We talked about that a few weeks ago, but yeah. looking forward. So eventually watching that at some point when there's time to watch all of this stuff. Uh, I got to get caught up on a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff this upcoming week. Circling back to basketball. SV3. Going it's around in, the trade, going back. Yeah, it's, a, it's in the title. Uh, the Mavericks potentially shutting down Luca and Kyrie as they've completely fallen off the face of the earth after this trade. Like I didn't have hopes that OKC was going to make the play in after this past week. Cause I, I said it last week, they went two and two in that tough stretch. And I'm like, that was good. That's what I wanted. Like they need to go at least three and one against Hornets, Pistons, Pacers, and whatever other trash team they ended up playing this past week. Uh, and it didn't happen. They, they lost to the Hornets and they lost to the Pacers. Uh, they beat the Pistons on a last second shot. Like they, they needed a last second shot to win that game. And the other team, yeah, I cannot remember who it was, but they beat them. So they went two and two in a stretch. They really need to go three and one or better. And so after that, I was like, oh, I ain't liking their chances. 
it might not matter for my team because the Mavericks are so bad that they're losing back-to-back games against the Hornets. They're losing to uh, the the Hawks on they're, they're losing to the Hawks with Kyrie throwing people to the ground at the end of games, throwing Trey Young to the ground. Like it might not matter that the Thunder can't win a game because the might, Mavericks might can't win a game. Yeah, they might get that ten seed. And I said, me and Jeremy, we the the the, the our form of a pre-show meeting is me <laughs> giving him the scenario that I need to happen <laughs> for my Los Angeles. You, <laughs> yeah, you got too much faith. You're like, I just need the I need the Thunder to beat the Jazz, and I'm like. I don't know about that. Or the beat the Warriors. Sorry, beat we the Warriors. Beating the Jazz with nice too. Got like to beat the Warriors. The Warriors I don't know about that. Beat mm. the Warriors tonight, and we win our next two games. We have the fifth seed. I I I don't know about everybody else, but I don't I don't mind versing the Suns right now. The Suns, uh, they they've won they've won four uh, five straight, but. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I I feel confident in the Lakers getting that fifth or the sixth seed. Now the Suns, the Suns aren't going anywhere. They, they, yeah. they're without Ke- or with Kevin Durant. They haven't lost. They look really, really good with, with Kevin Durant. As yeah. you expect them to, you know, whether or not uh, Kevin Durant stays healthy and everything is a, is a different conversation, and whether or not Chris Paul stays healthy in the playoffs, different conversation. But no, they, they look good. They're not going anywhere. So I, I got a question for you, SB three, as as a Lakers fan, do you want them? To get to fifth and play the Suns, you want the Suns in the first round? No, we'd much rather face the the Kings. The Kings are unproven in the playoffs. Even though they've looked good this season, they've played well this season. They haven't been looking their best the last couple of games. I they have losses to the Timberwolves, to the Spurs, uh, in the in the last in the and the Jazz in the last two weeks. So we much rather be a six seed. So that's why I said, like, I don't mind. I don't mind, you know, the war- the Warriors getting up to the fifth seed and we take the sixth seed. I just really want to bypass the Clippers. The key game is tomorrow against the Clippers. If we can beat the Clippers and jump ahead of the Clippers and get to the sixth seed, that was our always our goal. When we were in, what, 11th, 12th seed, three, four weeks ago, our goal was to get to the six seed. So as long as we can get to the six seed, I am perfectly fine. But it feels like the Lakers are peaking at the right time. We're we're getting yep. into form at the right time of the season. I mean, I agree. I told you after the trade deadline, I really liked what they did. And if they were healthy, I would be worried about that team. And look, they look healthy. And if I'm any other team out there, I'm a little bit worried about them. I do think like if they get seventh or if they get six or seventh that's the best possible scenario for them i wouldn't want to play phoenix in the first round that's because that team has just as much firepower i feel like right now the way they're playing that's going to be a sweep against the clippers i think that would be a a fun matchup whether they play the clippers potentially the warriors even potentially the lakers like that's going to be a fun matchup uh with, with phoenix with all the firepower they have um We'll we'll see on, on that one. I do want to talk about the Mavericks. Yeah, avoid Kevin Durant yeah. at all costs. Like I yeah. agree with that. Delos is just looking forward to next season for Dallas. They need hella defense and coaching changes. Better not bring back Kyrie. But what what's up with your uh your blood here? Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> let's let's get this straight first of all. Kyrie Irving 
This was not this was not a good fit. I said, who was the guy? Who was the guy, ladies and gentlemen? Who was the guy who was on this show? Who was on this show and told y'all where Kyrie wanted to go? I tried to tell y'all where Kyrie wanted to go. I tried to tell everybody where Kyrie should have went, and it goes a little something like this. This is where Kyrie Irving should have wound it up, maybe. But I mean, maybe the Lakers are not that good. So I digress. But um, <laughs> it, it was never a good fit with the with the Dallas Mavericks. Dallas Mavericks had little defense before they got Kyrie, and then they traded their best defenders to the Nets to get Kyrie, and then they became the worst defense in all of the NBA. So it was never going to work out well. This was it was kind of fool's gold. I thought it would be you know fun to see Luca with a secondary partner, but it just hasn't panned out the way that the Dallas Mavericks hoped it would have and them shutting him down. I mean, this has to be considered one of the worst trades, even worse than the the Nets, the Nets getting Kyrie and KD in the first place. I think Kyrie going to the Mavericks midseason is is by far one of the worst midseason trades in outcomes that you have ever seen when Dallas were firmly, I think Dallas were what, a fifth, sixth seed yeah, when they got yeah, Kyrie and now now they're in the 11th seed and they're a game out of 10th place. Like, this is not good at all. And them shutting him down is just accepting their fate. Jason Kidd needs to be fired because he said it. He said it himself. He made it public information. Like he was CM Punk. He made it public information. What was really going on that he is not the real coach. He can't control anything. My dude, you're the coach. You're that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to control what happens on the court by making the right game plans, making the right defensive adjustments, making the right offensive plays to get people in the right spots. Offensively, they're still very good. Defensively, they have got progressively worse with Kyrie. I am not surprised by any of this because this trade from the very beginning, I wasn't a fan of. I like the trade. First off, the the Nets got KD and Kyrie. They didn't have to trade for anybody. That's just where they signed. So they didn't have yeah. to give up anybody. Uh, I'm, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about the J, uh, J, James Harden. I'm talking about James Harden more. Than yeah, that. and then they did have to kind of make moves to like clear some, like they had to trade Jared Allen and everything. Like they they did have to make moves uh to, to kind of clear a little bit of space with with all of that. Um so I didn't mind the trade at, at first because I thought like look, this is how they play. They play very Houston Rockets style basketball with Luka being so ball dominant. What did the Rockets do? They went out, they got Chris Paul to take some pressure off of James Harden. I understood the vision when it came to what the Mavericks were trying to do. Of course, the big difference between those Rockets and these uh, and these Mavericks is that the Rockets had defensive defensive players. They they had guys like Clint Capella. They had guys like like PJ Tucker who could actually switch, play defense, and then you know make their make their threes and everything. Reggie Bullock, uh, Maxi Kleber, all of these guys—they ain't at Christian Wood. Like they're not—they—they're not defensive experts at all. Christian Wood, the numbers on him are just god awful, and everybody points out to like his defensive numbers. Like, well, he gives you offense, gives you nothing on defense. He should probably still play more than he does because he is one of their—he's their third most reliable offensive guy. Uh, the team seems a little bit better with him on the floor, but I understand uh, defensively they just can't can't get any stops. But I understood the vision when it came to the trade. I thought at the very least, okay, 
clearly on paper, this team ain't got much defense. Jason Kidd, re- I don't know about renowned, but like defensive-minded coach. He, he had the Mavericks playing good defense last year. They were a good defense last year. He's credited with the, the Lakers defense when they, they won the championship, uh, the goofy ring and everything. So I understand. I understand like maybe they thought, all right, kid can just, the scheme will be okay. It'll be okay. And I, I thought this too, like it'll be good enough to where Kyrie between Kyrie and Luca, they're going to win enough games to just be fine. You don't want to see Kyrie and Luca, two of the best offensive players in the world. They're going to score enough points and they're going to play enough bad teams to where it's not going to matter. They'll, they'll run some teams off the floor and everything like that's that's what i thought they won the first two games with with kyrie that luca luca didn't end up playing but the two the two games after the trade where kyrie played they won those games and i feel like they've won like maybe three games since then they're all close like for the most part they're in these games they just can't find a way to win and they're playing some bad teams where they should find a way to win at least one or two of these games the fact that they're considering shutting down kyrie and luca it makes it makes sense because their pick is top 10 protected. So you fall in that one to 10 range. You keep the pick. You fall in 11th. Now you're trading an 11th overall pick to, to the Nets, where I guess the Knicks, uh, you're trading that pick to, to New York or Brooklyn. And you thought you were going to be trading, you know, like a pick in the twenties, which, okay, a pick in the twenties, fine. Like you're yeah. trading a pick. That's, a lottery pick otherwise. And so like, I get why they would want to try to make this a top 10 pick rather than, you know, okay, well, here's a lottery pick for you guys. When, if you make the playoffs, what's, what's the point you're getting, you're getting run off the floor by the Denver nuggets. You're getting, I'm not even high on the Grizzlies. You're getting run off the floor by, by the Grizzlies. If you somehow win the play in and, and make it that and there's no even guarantee that you make the play in either no guarantee because you'd have to beat the the timberwolves which the timberwolves aren't like the easiest out in the world and then you might have to beat the pelicans or the lakers which you're clearly not better than these teams they're just no. they're not better than any of these teams it's, it's very they obvious barely, on how they, they barely play. scratched by the lakers without without lebron so like now what we got LeBron they can't beat back. the hornets they can't <laughs> beat the hornets like, this is true this is true. So, yeah, I mean, the play-in would be very interesting right now, especially if it was uh, Lakers versus Pelicans. Uh, I, I I could see us getting by the Pelicans and getting the seventh seed. And, yeah, if they, I do agree with you. If I'm the Lakers, I want to stick at either six is the most ideal place because to face the unproven Kings, I feel, is a good position. And then in the second round, they could face either, you know, the uh, the Grizzlies or they'll be playing maybe either the, the Pelicans or the, uh, the inconsistent Warriors if we're able to bypass them or even the Clippers if they if they drop down because we're only a half a game behind the Clippers and the Warriors who are tied basically for the fifth seed so it's going to be very interesting how these final four games play out 
for the for the Lakers. Clippers have three more games. Warriors have three more games. Uh, Clip, uh, Pelicans have four more games. So it's going to be very interesting this final week of the regular season and how how this shifts out. I think we're staying pat with the top three. The top three is going to be the Nuggets, Grizzlies, and Kings in that order. And I think the Suns, had, with their five-game winning streak, had firmly tied off the, the fourth seed. I think, I think their next win or the win after, they would uh, clinch the fourth seed. But yeah, I agree with you. I, I'm saying the fifth seed because it's optimistic. I'm trying to be optimistic that we can win back to back games. We haven't done the best in back to back games this season. So if we can get one of one of the two, uh, preferably beat the Jazz, and then we'll lose to the Clippers because Clippers getting the fifth seed. I I, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to be the fifth seed again, especially without Paul. Is Paul, is Paul George coming back? For the uh, I haven't really heard an update on Paul George. Granted, I've been a little bit out of the basketball loop Same. this past week. Um, I, I've kind of kept up with scores, but not as much with the news. I haven't, but I haven't heard like any type of update on Paul George. I think they were optimistic that he would come back. That Lakers Clippers game is going to be hilarious because these both these teams are just going to try to throw this game. Like, I don't want this fifth seed. You kidding me? I don't want this at all. Like, I don't want to play. I don't want to play KD, Chris Paul, and Devin Booker in the first no. round. Like, what are we doing here? I feel like the Lakers would have the better matchup with with the with the Suns than the Clippers, but yeah, I yeah. wouldn't want that matchup. <laughs> no, I, I rather I rather I rather let the Clippers since it's both it's a it's a home game for both teams. So like I rather just let the Clippers be like right, yeah, you know what? We, we I wouldn't be surprised if LeBron or KD or AD or both sat out that game against the Clippers. Would not be surprised. The Clippers going to sit Kawhi. They're going to they're going to play Russ. That'll help the Lakers' chances of winning. Um, Russ is going to go off and got a forty point triple double against the oh, Lakers. He's going to try. He's going to try. Whether or not he succeeds is a different story. But yeah, he's definitely going to try on that one against the Lakers. Uh, and I do agree with D'Lo in the chat. I know Jalen Brunson, who you know the Knicks just clinched their their uh, fourth seed. I think it's the fourth or fifth seed in the fifth. East. Yeah, fifth seed in the East. He's laughing his ass off at the at Mark Cuban and the Dallas Mavericks because Mark Cuban didn't want to pay him up. And that's that's ridiculous. That's the second point guard in two decades you've done that with. And you should have known after the first point guard was Steve freaking Nash. What are you doing? You 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 groom these guys to be successes, to to play up and become all-star type point guards, and then you don't want to pay them. Mark Cuban, learn from your damn lessons. You wouldn't even have had to make that Kyrie trade if you just would have paid Brunson up. That's true. I mean, they, sh- they should have paid Brunson. And that was, I wasn't super high on Derek Brunson or Jalen Brunson. Sorry. Uh, like com- coming out, he was, he was very good last season. I understood why like the, uh, the, the Knicks would want him and everything, but I also got like, Hey, the Knicks are probably just going to overpay him. And he's maybe not like this superstar, superstar type player. Like that, that's what I thought, but that didn't make any sense for the Mavericks. Just be like, Hey, we don't think you're a superstar player. You can walk with no, uh, no backup plan there. Just, just pay him. And then you can worry about it later. And you know, to Mark Cuban, what is this money? He wanted to chase this second big star. And then instead of 
whatever money he might have had to to pay in free agency, which they don't do well in free agency. For all the talk about Mark Cuban wants to sign this person and that person, like the the biggest free agent they nearly landed was DeAndre Jordan, and then Chris Paul kidnapped him, so he didn't go to uh, the Dallas Mavericks anyway. So yeah, it was, it was, it was like taken, and uh, Mark Cuban played Liam Neeson, and, <laughs> but he didn't get the kid back. Yeah, yeah, like so the Dallas doesn't really land these high name free agents anyway. So it's like, okay, well, what were you going to do? They ended up thinking, well, we're going to trade for Kyrie Irving. Well, then you got to give up all these pieces. And they just, they set the team back, which is hilarious to think about. Uh, like it, it just set the team back, just not going after and signing, uh, signing Brunson. Like it completely just, they could have just kept Brunson, kept the, the core together that made the, um, conference finals last year and look they made the conference finals because uh chris paul and and the Suns kind of yes they, they did that uh like they i don't know if anybody saw them as like yes this is a western conference finals like actual threat team but you would bank on some improvement bank on some chemistry and everything still got luca bank on you know, jalen brunson getting better and everything just bank bank on a lot of things like hey let's just try to run this back and see what happens Instead, they got worse, and they set back with the the Kyrie trade. What's it's it's honestly hilarious. It's honestly hilarious. I got it no ties to the Dallas Mavericks or anything. I find the drama of it all hilarious. Luca losing his smile. That poor guy. Uh, Kyrie just going to another franchise, setting off the match. Yeah, somebody's gonna pay me what, a bunch of money. What do you think he goes? it's got to be the Lakers, right? Like he wants to play with LeBron. He wants to play. Yeah. And I I know he wants to play with LeBron. LeBron wants him. Is the Lakers willing to to use their money, the, the, the money that they have available? Like I said, I said this when, when it didn't look like we were going to make a playoff push that of the off season, all we got to do is make it to the off season. We got a lot of money at play. So, I mean, the Laker, the Laker move, yes. I know that look that Jeremy's giving. He's like, it's the Lakers. Um, yeah. The Are Laker they going to use the money? If LeBron says, go get me Kyrie, then they're going to they're gonna go get him Kyrie. I mean, they, they tried. I don't know how serious the talks were with the trade. At least, you know, that might have been like they tried with the trade and the Nets rightfully were like, yeah, we don't really want Russell Westbrook. Like they, this yeah. deal does absolutely nothing for us. Um, I can understand the Nets position of that. And, you know, there was the talks of like, yeah, we just weren't going to trade into the Lakers. We don't give a shit what they offered us. That's, we just weren't going to trade them there. But the Lakers, by all accounts, it seems like they did attempt to get Kyrie for LeBron yeah, at the trade deadline. It just, it didn't happen for one reason or another. Now, if he's a free agent and it's just money, I mean, they won't pay Alex Caruso. They, they won't pay... Uh, they got to pay Austin Reeves. Uh, got to pay Austin Reeves, man. <laughs> the great white hope, the Billy Hole of of NBA basketball. We got to We got to We got to re up Austin Reeves. Hopefully, hopefully, if the Lakers do decide they want to pay Kyrie, make him the third, the third part of a big three, we're able to still retain a bunch of the pieces that we were able to get in the uh, in the midseason trade. Like, like I don't know about. I know we're not going to re-sign D'Angelo Russell. If yeah, we get, he'd be out if we get uh, Kyrie. But at least Austin Reeves, you keep you keep him. Uh, I don't know. Does Malik Beasley have another year on his contract, or is he a, also a free uh, agent? 
Uh, I don't know. I don't know about him, but he's been he's been key with his shooting. Most of all, Jared uh, Jared Vanderbilt. We got it. We got to keep Jared Vanderbilt. I'm sorry uh, if if we're gonna keep one team, one person from this mean season trade, it needs to be Jared Vanderbilt because he's been playing uh, tremendous defense for us. So I'm I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Got my fingers crossed that we're gonna be we're gonna be in here. Jared Vanderbilt, this is only what? This is his fifth season. So I'm not sure what his contract was was looking like. I gotta check. I gotta check. Beasley, how, how so been. so Beasley has it looks like a team option, which like if they if they say sign Kyrie, Beasley's making enough money to where I don't know if the team would exercise that option. Uh Jared mm-hmm. Vanderbilt. Uh, he is, he's under contract for another season. There's no worries about losing. He, he's got a really cheap salary too. J- Jared Vanderbilt would definitely remain part of the team. Yeah, that's all we need. That's all we need. There's a couple of pieces here. Uh, it doesn't look like my. It doesn't look like all my uh, campaign and for Rui Hashimura is looking good. He's had a lot yeah. of EMPs as, as of late. Uh, I just love the last name. Don't worry, Rui Hashimura. You'll find a good place. <laughs> you'll find a good place in this league where I can call you a former Laker great. Don't worry. Uh, maybe, maybe for, for Rui Hashimura. We, we shall see with him. We got about one week left in the regular season. SB3. When does the regular season like actually actually uh, i believe this coming sunday is it really that soon i believe so i want to i want to let me double check because when i was just looking at because i said like most teams have three or four games left of right. the regular season yeah uh, you're right lakers, it's sunday yeah yeah lakers last game is sunday so yeah uh next, so when are the play next in tuesday games? will be our our playoff preview basically oh yeah play in playoff preview yeah, because yeah, they wouldn't do so two so at the very least, like Tuesday night would be the first play in games. My guess is probably like Wednesday's the play in game. So yeah, next week we'll be we'll we'll take a look at the the play in games and the, the rest of the playoffs, whatever else has been kind of settled there. So it'll be fun. All right, SP three. Lakers, I, on, three and one, three and one this week. We just need to go three and one this week. Get that succeed. Uh, Jeremy says, um, don't forget the Lakers going to draft Brian James in two years. Not if LeBron keeps hyping him up as the greatest player of all time. Some, some teams are going to like step up and, you know, take him in the top five, just based on the hype. LeBron needs to tank his kid's value here. And just like, he's trash. Like, don't take this guy. Like just, just trash. That way the, the Lakers can actually get him because the Lakers will probably have like a mid, mid to high pick. So they need, they need Brian to fall. I heard this kid is worth like seven million already in NIL deals or something like that. That's yeah. ridiculous. I was like, all right, all right. I want to, I want to see if he's able to live up to the hype. I mean, his dad did, so why not? He's getting more hyped placed on him. I maybe not now. LeBron was super, super hyped coming coming out of high school. LeBron, dude, dude. I used to watch LeBron's junior high school games on pay per view. Yeah. I had a legal pay-per-view back then, but I was still watching it on pay-per-view. He's Bronny's getting a lot of hype. A lot, a lot of hype. Uh and we'll see. We'll see. LeBron's got LeBron's gotta tank his kids' value, though. I'm telling you. If he wants to play with him, he's gotta tank his kids' value. Because right now he's gonna go too high in the draft. Way too high. Orlando. Orlando's looking nice. They're they're building something over there in Orlando. No problem. Young four. Yeah. They got enough right. guards, though. <laughs> true true all right sp3 let's uh we did some reality talk 
with, with Sean Ross Sapp. Uh, I've not watched the challenge. I'm way behind on a lot of things right now. I'm going to take this week to recover and catch up on a lot of these things. And we'll, we'll get a sense of normalcy next week here on this show. But is there anything else you would like to just kind of mention before we wrap up? Um, I watched the, I watched another episode of MILF Manor. And where are you at on there? What, what did you watch? Um, I'm up to, I, I just watched the episode you told us about previously where they were doing the massages. Oh, where, okay. Where yeah. they were doing the, the massages yeah. and you had the one mother who was moaning, uh, during a bunch of like, Oh my God. And then, yeah. uh, Gabriel, when he was rubbing his mom, she was moaning a little bit. That was kind of weird. I saw, uh, Jimmy's date with, uh, Charlene. I mean, like, Charlene, it's pretty obvious. It. It's not going to work. It's not going to work for Charlene. Charlene is just too aggressive. She's just too aggressive, too forward. We do not speak ill of Charlene on this show. We do not speak ill of Charlene. She wants. She wanted a bone. She wanted a bone, yes. Jimmy. Right on. Right on the table. She was like, "I'm oh, gonna we'll move all this stuff off the table. Get down to business." I was like, "God damn! It's like a move. That's like a movie. How forward she is. It's like a movie." She's the horny mom in the movie. We are not speaking ill of Charlene on this show. Do you think we could get her on the show? What's let's let come on, Charlene. You need to come Charlene, on the show. Charlene Milf Manor. Uh, that's all I'm gonna type in. Let's see if we can get her. Okay, I found her. I found her on Instagram. You know, Joey didn't message us back. Little jerk. Okay. Yo, say, oh. just the way he talks, man. It's just so awkward. Okay, here we go. I found her. I found her on Instagram. I'm gonna message her. All right. Yes. Charlene, say you're you're her biggest fan. How do you message people on Instagram? Am I stupid? Uh, I just followed her. It usually goes like I think it says like uh, message on the. Oh, can you not message people? Like, can people like close their messages? Um, maybe because when you go to like a profile it says it says you know the follow and then it has message contact yeah i don't see that on hers oh that's whack yeah what's her name on what's her name on on instagram uh i'll drop it in the private chat i mean i guess i guess i can post it in the regular chat like who cares um there you go i just realized it posted from like five different accounts (laughs) yeah (laughs) charvelous She's on Facebook. Yeah, message on Facebook. Yeah, that that shows that you're 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 going you're uh, in the demographic of milk matter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it says it. It says it. Look, where um, I don't know if you can see my screen. My screen doesn't. Uh, let me turn up the brightness on my screen here. Yeah, well, before you even press follow, right next to follow, it says message. Oh, maybe it's on your phone on the computer. It doesn't have that. All right, hold on. Let me pull. Yeah, up. look at my phone. Well, I messaged uh, Joey through through that. All right, let me pull it up on my phone. Great content here. Just trying to message the lady from the planner. <laughs> We're trying to figure out figure out how to message on Instagram. You could you could tell you could tell we're old, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Oh, okay, yeah, it's yeah, it's on the phone. All right, here we go. Message. Okay, hello. Charlene, my name is 
probably things I'm like trying to hit on her, which I'm not. <laughs> but I, I know some people who might want to. <laughs> I do a oops. Do a I'll say it's a reality TV podcast. Like who really? Yeah. Yeah, it, it is. It's half. <laughs> yeah, where we half love Wolf Manor. Was wondering if you would be interested in being interviewed about the show. Thanks for your time. Oops. There we go. I can't friggin' type your time. Hope <laughs> all is well. All right, there we go. We sent the message to Charlene. We'll see how it goes. And uh, yeah, we in here. Yeah. We in here, y'all. We in Somebody here. remind me next week to check my messages to see if Charlene has a message back. And yeah, we'll we'll see here. Yeah, Joey yeah. never messaged us back. He's a jerk. He sucks. I mean, we're one for one, ladies and gentlemen. We got we got our first interview with reality stars is featured on documentaries. So True. we're one for one. Uh, we need we need more challenge people. So let us know if you're watching this on demand. Let us know in the comments down below who from reality television. It could be somebody that we mentioned from the real world. If you want us to interview someone from the real world, I'm very knowledgeable on that. I, I Put us down in the comments down below. Let us know who you think we should interview from the real world, from the challenge, from Love Island UK, preferably the last two seasons because those are the seasons that I actually watch, um, from 90 Day Fiance. Let us know in the comments. Uh, I do know. Big uh, Ed. Oh man, that would be the god. <laughs> uh, that'd be the god. I'd. I. This is honestly. I think I might be starstruck though. I might be starstruck <laughs> talking to Big Ed. Like, oh my god, we really got Big Ed on FMC. Greatest episode of all time. <laughs> Big Ed. All right, SP3. Uh, plug stuff. That's a good one. Lauren Collins from uh, DeGrassi. Yes, Paige. Oh, that's, that's all Paige. you and Jensen. That's all you and Jensen. I don't know we'll, anything about we gotta that. Get, we got to get her on, on Degrassi dudes, 100%. We're going to get, uh, um, who is it? Uh, Shane Kippel, who played Spinner. And uh, I want to I want to talk to Jake Epstein, who played Greg. Sure. All those. Sure. Booyah. Um, yes, follow me on the Twitter machine at TrueHillSP3. Bunch of great content on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel. If you would like seeing me and Jeremy talk about non-wrestling, you can check us talking about WrestleMania and actually talking about wrestling from yesterday, our WrestleMania 39 Night 2 review over on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel. Probably my favorite roundtable review of all time. So much fun. So, so much fun comparing uh Cody Rhodes with Cody Rhodes losing at WrestleMania to to Tupac winning in juice. That is the, the greatest uh, I've ever heard. That was hilarious. Great that was stuff. hilarious. So Denzel, like training day, he's like training day just shoots <laughs> Ethan Hawk. Denzel just shoots Ethan Hawk. Like that's how training day ends. What are we doing here? <laughs> That is one of the greatest rants I have ever heard. That was uh, hilarious. Jeremy going in on Edge and calling Snoop Dogg the MVP. They, like, there was just so many gems. Like I gotta, I gotta tell Romeo like the timestamps because we just gotta make a clip video for social media for y'all to see this. It's great stuff. But check it out, True Hill Heat YouTube channel.
everyone go support uh, everything SB3 does at True Hill Heat. It's fantastic work. Shout out to Romeo as well, Mister Mister Seventy Six Hours, right? Is yes, that what he's calling yes. himself now? Yeah. <laughs> yes, Mister Seventy Six Hours. Uh, yeah, he. Oh wait, who? Who Trey? Who did you go to high school with? High school um, with the guy. Oh, yeah. Let us know. Let us know, yeah. man. <sighs> Hit him up. Yeah. <laughs> get, uh, him on, get him on the show um yeah go go check out uh true hill heat go go support the, in the true hill youtube channel go support everything sv3 is, is doing over there and everything else he does everywhere else with all the 300 different jobs that you have uh in wrestling media um steve steven friend dude i don't i feel like i remember okay oh is that the dude who he uh no hold on 90 days yeah olga yeah oh my gosh okay are they still together he was the dude who went oh, to like, yeah, yeah yeah and he had the baby he had the baby yeah, yeah. yeah. the baby yeah oh yo hook us up hook us up <laughs> i want him on the show yeah is he he sucked i don't know yeah, he, did. <laughs> he sucked he did he did that's why i yeah. want him on the show, I want him on the oh, show now. yo please please trey hook us up Look us up. <laughs> That's oh man, I gotta show wifey. I gotta show wifey. <laughs> wifey, wifey would pop for that because she didn't like him either. <laughs> yeah, he sucked. I, I I hope uh I hope Trey just messages on like Facebook or whatever, like, hey, went to high school with you. Don't know if you remember me. These two dudes uh do a show, they want to interview you. Any interest? <laughs> uh he sucked. Though. Yeah, we're gonna get him on this show and be like, dude, you suck. Take care of your kids. It's like reality. You know, we're just basing it off what we see on reality television. You see, suck. Yeah, that's the thing with like some of the, like these like especially like 90 day fiance people, like a lot of these people just are really kind of like awful people. And I don't know how much I actually want to like talk to them, like, hey, why'd you neglect your kids so much? Hey, why were you a dick to your wife? Like, man. I'd have a tough time with some of these people. Oh man, yes. I, I want to speak to Jovi. Jovi. That's that's the Jovi. one. That's the, that's the one I want to speak to the most. Jovi. Dude, who was the dude? He was like the jeweler and uh he got arrested a bunch of times. Shit. Oh yes, yes, with the with the wife, with the wife who's like, buy me stuff, buy yeah, me stuff. Yeah. <laughs> And he like cheated on her, like a bigger dude. What was his name? Oh man, oh man, because that's the, probably the one that made us laugh the most when she was like beating his, beating him up too. When she started yeah. slapping him and stuff, yeah, yeah. Uh she, she he was awful. <laughs> he was awful. They were both awful. That they that were. was what they were. They were both awful. Um, that one is no that. Debbie. Oh uh, no, that's not Debbie. Um, damn, I forget. I forget the the wife and the wife had like the oh, heavy. Uh, and Fisa was a Jorge George George. His name was George 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 and okay. Fisa. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. I see that. Yeah. Awful. Absolutely awful. Oh man, that's classic. That's classic. You just reminded me. That's one of our favorite seasons, right there. See, that's that's a guy. That's a guy that like I could never attempt to interview just because he was so terrible. Like, dude, you suck. I don't think we could. I think he's probably still in jail. Maybe. Yeah, he might be in jail. 
John Cena has been cast in Barbie. Oh, really? That makes too much sense. (laughs) (laughs) He's got to play Ken, right? Like, no, no, uh, Ryan Gosling is playing Ken. Oh, it's Ryan Gosling. Okay, sure. You're up on the Barbie news more than I am. I just know, I just know it's a. Marco or whatever playing uh Barbie and then uh Ryan Gosling Marco playing Stunt. Ken. Yeah, Marco Marco Stunted Grove. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh keep watching stuff that we do. Leave a like on this video. Yes, do that as well. Leave a like and a thumbs up and all that fun stuff. Thanks, Marcus. Um thank you, Marcus. We'll be back next week, normal time, 8 30 uh on Tuesday, talking NBA play in preview. And, and all that fun stuff. Uh, get caught back up on reality. Get Share Delaware back on here as well, talking about the challenge and, and things like that. Everyone try to get back to a sense of normalcy after this last week, uh, especially you, SV3. And I'm talking that, telling that to myself as well. Um, yeah, why, look at check out everything on Fightful Overbooked. Check out Tag Talk from yesterday, all the stuff we got coming up. Uh, just subscribe to the channel, please. Just please subscribe to the channel. I'm so tired. I'm going back to bed, everyone. Bye. Bye, everybody. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.